Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the A4G podcast. This is Riley Rose Frazee along with Jesse Anderson. And today on Flashback Friday, we are doing a very, very special episode for one of the most awesome games of all time, our favorite games of all time, that happens to be celebrating its 26th birthday next Tuesday, in fact. And so we thought we would give it a little spotlight because this game definitely deserves it. I mean, this game literally has gone through hell, figuratively and literally, because, I mean, you'll see what we're talking about when I tell you what game it is. But this game's gone through a lot of controversy. It's been, it does a lot of firsts. And so we're just going to jump right in and do our flashback Friday spotlight for the game Doom. Yep. We are spotlighting Doom today. And Doom is a first-person shooter, which, of course, is one of me and Jesse's favorite genres of game in the first place. But this game is, there is no story behind it. You just basically are put right in, and you're just killing shit. That's basically all it is, (laughs) in a matter of putting it. I mean, there's a lot of different enemies and everything like that there's all kinds of mods that people can add and basically you're just shooting stuff i mean you're there's really no story you're you're basically stuck in and you're shooting demons aka mortally challenged but that's a doom eternal line for next year of course sadly we didn't get it this year but hey it comes out on a pretty important anniversary so that's cool that's cool. I, I can I can dig it. But, you know, it, there and the protagonist does not talk. He's silent. But, buddy, he can pack a punch. And he will literally kick some ass. This guy is awesome. Isn't he, Jesse? Yeah, he's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Even the original. Yep, it's a, it's actually a, there's actually several in the series. It's pretty much a series, but like I said, there's not really there's there is lore behind it, but it's not it, you don't get it when you go in. You just basically look it up and you can see the lore on Doom. But basically, like I said, you're just going in and shooting shit. That's basically, <laughs> I mean, that's basically all it is, in a matter of putting it. Yeah, there's a little there's a little bit of backstory. Um, I I don't know. I think there was some in the manual or something, some splash screen somewhere. <clears throat> the Doom guy, he's just some random space marine. He got he got reprimanded for assaulting a superior officer or something. Got sent to the UAC moon base. Everyone was dead, and basically. Uh, just figured out what was going on. Um, that, that's basically what the story is for Doom. Um, and you're eventually figuring out that, oh, they're not just... People aren't dead, just dead. They're kind of taken over and demons from hell. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much... You get more story in things like Doom 3, which is kind of like a... It's, it's sort of a sequel, but it's sort of a spiritual remake to the original, so that kind of gives us a little bit more story and stuff with like the UAC corporation 
United Aerospace, whatever it is. But, like, one of the lines, I think that, what was it, John Carmack or John Romero, I think it was Carmack, said, you know, it's like, this yeah, story in, in, a, in a shooter, like, the story in a video game is basically like story in a porn. It's there, but who cares? <laughs> Leave it to Carmack. He's the trip. That guy's something else. I tell ya. But yeah, I saw it in not quite 93 when it came out, but probably 94-ish or there shortly after. I mean, it was... I saw the shareware version of it in a computer lab. And, you know, up to that point I had played Nintendo games. I played Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, that kind of a thing. And you're typically used to side-scrollers, overhead games, few racing games, that kind of a thing. But then here's this crazy game where you don't see your character other than the little silhouette or the little head on the bottom of the screen on your status bar. But you don't see your guy. You're just looking down the barrel of a gun. And you get all these giant, you know, zombies and creatures that are in front of your face all the time and it was just like I'd never seen a real true perspective like that I had seen a couple like faked first person perspectives before but nothing like that <clears throat> nothing I mean this game moved even for back then it moved stupid fast so and when I saw it for the first time you know these were when computers barely had any that was the whole trick is like consoles had some of the power but a lot of the PCs especially before graphics accelerators and stuff like that they really didn't have a whole lot of power and you kind of had to trick the hardware into doing things for advanced video games and that's what Carmack did he got side scrolling to work in Commander Keen and uh, stuff like that and then the first person stuff with Wolfenstein, Catacomb 3D, Wolfenstein, and then Doom. And when I saw it for the first time, I didn't have, or the computer didn't even have a sound card. So you were just basically watching the visuals. And then when I saw, then I went to another friend's house in 95. And... Not only did I hear it with sound for the first time, but I heard it with an actual good sound card. Because, say what you will about the sound blaster that everybody had, it sounded like ass. It, it did not. I mean, it worked, but it was not very good. Uh, this guy had, like, I forget what sound card it was, but it sounded really good. And I'm like, holy crap, I was just getting into metal at the time. <clears throat> and so to hear a game like that that just oh yeah growls and like all the stuff of the monsters the guns but then you had this midi metal soundtrack which is just freaking great that was the same friend where I got to see because this guy actually had believe it or not multiple multiple computers at the time so I actually got to see and play Deathmatch for the first time over LAN. And that was 
pretty damn insane. And then when I got home, I got the shareware. When I finally got a decent computer that could run it. <laughs> and I remember, because this was back when everybody had dial-up modems, and so... I remember my parents getting really mad at me because we were always trying to troubleshoot and get the game to work, so we always had to call each other. But then the modem didn't work, and then we had to call each other and talk and troubleshoot and change settings, and and it's like, would you stop with the goddamn phone calls? <laughs> um, but, you know, we got co-op to work, we got deathmatch to work, both for, like, Doom and Doom 2 and Heretic and Hexen. There's a program, I forget which one it was called, But you had to dial up directly to that other person's phone line and hope their other family members didn't pick up the phone. Yeah, it was a pain. But between Wolfenstein 3D and Doom, I was... That pretty much sold me on first-person shooters from that point on. And Doom has become one of my favorite... Pretty much my one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of all time. And it's still very, very strongly supported today. I mean, you have dozens, literally hundreds of mods for it. You have levels, you have whole conversions, you have... I mean, people are still making content for it um, today. And it's, there's projects, you know, can it, you know, you, you kind of the thing of, you always see on videos and things, you get a device and if it's hacked, one of the, one of the first things that people do with it, can it run Doom? And uh, that's pretty much what it, you know, that's what, I saw a video literally last week where somebody took a camera, a point and shoot digital camera, and they had their weird, this weird custom operating system. Somebody ported Doom to it, and they were playing uh, Doom on a tiny little screen on a on a little calculator or, or on a little camera. I mean, people have done it on digital microwave screens, and <laughs> can it run Doom? Probably. <laughs> Somebody even did it on a gas station on a, on a cash register. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I don't even know how many times I bought Doom. I mean, I got the shareware version. Yeah, I didn't have any means to get it where I lived in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, uh, I pirated it back in the day. I got a copy from my friend because this was back in floppies where you could just copy them. But that doesn't matter because since then I've bought it so damn many times I don't even know. I've got it for PC, Xbox One. I've got it for my Switch. I had a, I actually, I think I do have a part of it on my phone, on my iPad. Um, <clears throat> so, I've bought it and then some, but, I mean, yeah, Doom itself, I mean, it's, you know, the other shooters have, you know, like Half-Life and that, they've done other things to the shooters, but Doom is just like this, the purest of run around, shoot things, hit a few switches, the weapons are amazing. 
You know, I mean, your pistol sucks, but one of the best shotguns of all time, and probably the best shotgun of all time with the double barrel shotgun in Doom 2, the super shotgun, um, chain gun, rocket launcher, BFG, plasma rifle, <laughs> BFG, chainsaw, your fists, berserk mode. I mean, Shooters today, they always follow a template. You have to have like a shitty starting weapon. You gotta have a pistol, you gotta have a shotgun, you gotta have some sort of a machine gun, and you gotta have some kind of a rocket launcher. I mean, it's. There's so. I mean, yeah, things like Catacomb 3D and especially Wolfenstein 3D created the genre, but Doom basically. Doom, I don't know. Doom is just the first... The, is the true thing that really started the first-person shooter. I mean, they didn't even call them first-person shooters. For, like, ten years, they were called Doom clones. So, that's what they were called. I mean, the gameplay, the music, the weapons, the sound effects, fighting enemies. I mean, it was just... It's so good. And then you have things like you know, Jeezy uh, Doom that modernizes the controls. You have all kinds of mods you can put into it. People make different themes out of it. The engine that they made, other developers made countless games with it. Uh, Dark Forces, the cool Star Wars one, I, that blew me away. Um, then you get things that I've been playing lately, like Brutal Doom. Um, and the kick-ass metal soundtrack with it. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Doom, like, people were afraid of Doom back in the 90s because it, ooh, it caused everyone to be violent and blah, 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 but, man, I wish Brutal Doom was out then because that's, that's basically what people thought Doom originally was. Yeah, that's pretty much what Brutal Doom is at this point. It's so over the top and ridiculous. I mean, it's... Super violent and bloody, but it's like it's so over the top. All you can do is laugh. Mm-hmm. But he's got another thing to blame it for, don't you? I suppose I do. And what would that be? It's always blamed for the negative. <sighs> it's always blamed for the negative, but... God, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I had to mess with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone blames Doom for the bad stuff, but hey, you know what? Believe it or not, uh, you've got somebody interested in me. <laughs> that in another game. Like, uh that was largely responsible for uh, her sitting there right now. Yep. Actually getting, you know, actually just started talking and between that and uh, Left for Dead, believe it or not, you know, it's uh, helped find the girl. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea, which is completely... <laughs> Not what one would think, but hey. No, no, it's not. And and like I said, all I will say, I will say this 
without, like I said, I've said this before and I have to say it because it's, it's necessary to say it, but not only did it help find the girl, but it also helped save her life. We'll just go with that. Yeah. It did. It, that game literally saved my life. And like I said on the stream, if anybody, I hear anybody blame Doom again, they better hope I'm not standing there close to them because they will probably get either backhanded or busted in the face, seriously. Because, mm -hmm. seriously, that makes me mad. Because Doom saved my life. And don't go there. Let's just go with that. <laughs> Let's I mean, not it, go it's, there. It, like I said, it, I mean, it's always been a game that, I, I mean, I, you know, there was probably a short a little windows of time where I didn't play it all that often, but I mean, I have so many memories wrapped up in that game. I mean, playing it in the 90s, getting in the dorms, and then being able to play multiplayer over LAN, over T1, just talking about it with people, uh, playing it in college, playing it in the in the dorms, uh, I mean, finding all these crazy mods and, and stuff like that. And, you know, after college, I, you know, yeah, there was probably a little while where I didn't play it uh, as much, but, you know, I would always come back to it. And I would say over the past three, four years, I mean, hell, I play it just as much as I did in the 90s. I still, <laughs> I still play the game. I mean, the last, last couple of years, last few years, I've been playing it quite a bit and, you know, did the original playthrough on the channel in various forms and we'll probably still do more with it in the future. I'm sure I'll find some cool thing to do more Doom videos, but uh, like I said, uh, yeah, I mean, I love it. Never, you know, and I never thought it would actually be partially responsible for actually Speaking of hell, getting it to freeze over and actually have uh, actually have it contribute to uh, getting a girlfriend. So hey, can't all be bad, right? Nice work, Doom. <laughs> can't all be bad. Nope. <laughs> and and it's funny because I had heard him play it. I've heard him play the shareware. I heard him play, and it was funny because the first time I heard it, it was hilarious because, like I said. I, I was listening, and I'm like, no way. It can't be that doom. You know, because I knew he was low vision. And I'm like, that doom? The one that's blamed for everything doom? My brother's like, yep, there's only one doom, sis. I'm like, really? Which, he knew there was, of course, doom 2, doom 3, all those others. But he was telling me, basically, there's only one game with that name. But, you know, there was the series. And I'm like, dude. You know, so I started playing it. And I was hooked. And then I heard Brutal Doom, and I was like, holy shit. You know, that's cool. And, like I said, it was... I was like, wow. And, and I've been hooked ever since. And it was funny, because I'd heard him play it on his videos. But then, I actually come up here to Minnesota. And I got him to play it live one night. Believe it or not, on our three-month anniversary. <laughs> and uh, my reaction... I'm going to let him describe this because most people would have their a different reaction than what I did. Well, I mean, basically, 
I mean, it's brutal doom. <laughs> You've got this metal rocking soundtrack, and you're just running around shooting dudes. You you run up with some, you know, you run on to somebody with the shotgun, and you get in close range. They're not really going to be a somebody anymore. They're kind of just blown apart. You hear every little, <laughs> yeah, uh, meaty chunky goodness, I guess. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, you hear it. Uh, it's uh, definitely, like I said, completely over the top. So, I mean, it's just going, like, over the top. It's so over the top, it's it's comical. It's like, that's why Mortal Kombat can get away with what it does, just because, I mean, there's violence, and then there's so violent that it's just completely ridiculous, and that's kind of where Brutal Doom falls in. And so I'm just, you know, cruising down the halls, and I'm thinking... Yeah, okay, this is amusing kind of to me, and it's fun gameplay, but I'm thinking, good lord, like, I'm thinking, like, what, what are you thinking about this? (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly what I was doing, I'm sitting back there laughing. And, And most women would like, oh my god, shut it off, get it away from me, and was I doing that? No. No. I'm just sitting there laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. Because, I mean, you just hear blood splatter all <laughs> over the place. Gun, you know, bullets just flying. Shells hitting the floor. I mean, and I'm just sitting there cackling with laughter. And I'm like, oh, good Lord. I mean, because, mind you, he had it turned up, too. So I was like, oh, dear Lord. Yeah, and he, she's just as messed up as I am. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. I don't know if that's a good thing, but, yeah. But... Yeah, and and like I said, even with Left for Dead, I'm sitting there just like calling out enemies. Well, and and then the other you know the other day when we were doing the stream, you know, again we're both just laughing because we just heard you know something completely a little bit more over the top than I've even seen. Just because like I've seen we had we had one or two of these uh, Brutal Doom ads, these little buddy marines that you can find. You can kind of kick them and then they wake up or they get out of their little pole that they're chained to or whatever it is. And they start running around and you've got these, this one marine, and I don't know what was he was on, but this guy, <laughs> I just let him go out and fight dudes and I'd kind of cover him a little bit. But this guy was, I mean, all you could do was laugh because he would just go around and just beat the hell out of them. I mean, it was just Shoot like... Shoot him and then... Just uh, kicked the I shit think they're out. dead, but no, we gotta go about another 15 seconds. He's gonna make damn sure they're... And you'll get to hear it. Oh, you'll yeah. get to hear it. it. It is comical as hell. All you could, all we could do is laugh. And I mean, I'm laughing, but she's laughing just as much as I am. It's like, good lord. I mean, I couldn't stop laughing. I was trying not to fall off the freaking chair. Because I literally was, was just going side to side trying to keep from falling off the chair because he was just killing me. I mean, it was just humorous as hell. And I mean, I know it shouldn't be funny, but it is. I mean, it's like, damn. Like I said, no, it's so over the top that you can't take it seriously. If you do, there's, you know, I mean, you you can't. No. And some people sadly do, and it's like, guys, get a life. Seriously. (laughs) No. I mean, it was just, it was comical. I mean, just, it was totally comical. And so, 
yeah, it it was it was something else. Let me tell you, it was <laughs> it was craziness. So, yeah. do you have any stories of when you played? Uh, I don't really have too many specific story. Well, actually, that's not true. Um, I mean, like I said, it just blowing my mind when we just you know when we started to play the game like the first time i seen it was just amazing and then the first time i actually got to <coughs> oh dude you mean you know because nintendo games like you would play like split screen or it was just all on one screen but like being able to play either on modem or on a lan and like i have my own screen they have their own screen and we both can like fight each other or play cooperatively through the game the first time doing that, I mean, that was amazing. And then when I lived with my former roommates, <clears throat> when I lived with uh, uh, Chris and I were playing, and it was funny as hell because we were playing, it would, Brutal Doom wasn't a thing then, but we were just playing, I think we had like GZ Doom working at the time or some variant which is basically a source port or a source mod where you, it adds like modern features like better lighting and graphics and mouse look and just makes it more playable for like your modern shooter fans, which I really do like. But we were playing cooperatively and there was this, there was a level on Doom 2 and there was so many guys that we just kept getting massacred and when you die you respawn at the beginning of the level well I don't even know how to describe this guy but there's this giant boss monster that starts showing up in later levels called the cyber demon Mm -hmm. and the problem is well you start the level in this little room and you go down an elevator into this city level I think it was called city actually and you wake up a cyber demon, you're fighting him, and we were, you know, we were trying to defeat this guy because we were playing it on like this super hard difficulty. We were probably playing it on ultra violent, and we we'd get we'd die close enough to the beginning where he would just murder us right down the elevator, and it finally got to the point where the cyber demon just said, "Okay, well, the hell with it. I'm going up the elevator," and basically the moment you spawn, you just died because. The cyber demon was up in the spawn room and you just there's no way you could even escape and you would just start with your pistol and uh yeah that was fun i was like dude what did you do you brought the cyber demon up to the starting room it was like oh god i remember that one um yeah I the mean, first time you streamed it tell them that story from your perspective on mixer earlier this year I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was fun. I mean, like I said, I had played Brutal Doom on some of the videos, but I played Doom on the stream, and it was fun. During one stream, found out my microphone didn't work, so I had to go play the whole episode again. That was always fun. You know, we had Doom 1 and 2, and then Doom 3 I haven't really played a whole lot. Doom 3 was a really neat graphically looking game and it definitely had aspects of the original but it was more of a slower paced um, like almost more of a horror game because well partly because at the time the computers that would run it 
you couldn't have all the enemies that you had in Doom 1 and 2 because the as graphical as it was, the, your machine would burst into flame if there was too much going on. But, you know, it had more story, it had more horror, and it was all right. Um, but then they decided they were going to reboot Doom again, and everyone was really skeptical. And I played the multi—I played the multiplayer beta, wasn't impressed, and I thought, eh, it'll be be okay. It'll be a little bit like Doom. It'll have the health scape. It'll have some of the creatures, but it's it's not going to be that good. And I still don't play Doom 2016's multiplayer, really. But damn, if they didn't pull off the Doom 2016 single player. Uh, they changed a few of the mechanics. Like, yes, Doom Guy, can he's the Doom Slayer now. He can jump. He can do these crazy fatality melee kill things. He can do a few other odds and ends. But, I mean, this game just, I mean... the. It's the perfect reimagine. I don't know. I don't really know how they could reimagine Doom any other way. I mean, it's so again over the top and ridiculous. You get res. The demons are afraid of you, so they have you in this sarcophagus. That they're trying to keep you from being reawakened. Somehow you were I don't know put to sleep somewhere, and they you they awaken you, and then you're this. You start the game laying in this sarcophagus thing the demons come in they try to kill you you grab one of them rip them apart grab the gun and you're playing right outside there's this crazy like altar with like candles and god knows what else and there's like your 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 doom slayer armor you grab that you go through a couple arenas and then you hear this there's this guy who's like, you think, oh, they're going to give you a bunch of story, and you got this guy telling you what to do. And he just smat, you know, you see the thing on the screen, demonic invasion in progress, which is really stupid. And you just, you just start killing demons, and then you get this guy that keeps trying to chime in and tell you what to do, and he, every time he just smashes the screen, or shoots at something or breaks I mean it's just hilarious the Samuel Hayden guy um, aka Optimus Prime that's what yeah, we call him yeah <laughs> I mean it's just it's so funny he's like it was worth it and then just you know we you you needed blah 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 and just smashes the screen and it's just one of the best openings I think I've seen in a game for something that doesn't have a whole lot of story in it um, it's damn near perfect and I'm really looking forward to Doom Eternal. Me too. Me freaking too. And it's funny because it's coming out that on my one-year anniversary of being an advocate, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, that is freaking sweet. So we get to celebrate two things that day, which is cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. That's neat. I like but, it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said... I, I don't really know what else to say about Doom, because it's just, it's Doom. I mean, you run around, you shoot stuff. If you're into that, it's just real good. Yep, and me, of course, I've got weird stories again, but that's because, it's not because I played it, but because I've heard it. And 
One of them was, of course, our good buddy Pandy. I promised you another Pandora story, which Jesse loves this. This story cracked him up. The first time I told him, he laughed his ass off. He thought it was funny. Well, Pandora, like I said, is a great big golden retriever. She's huge. Well, this is like 60, 70 pound dog. Well, she's got really, really, really long legs. Well, there is an enemy in Doom called an imp, and it shoots fireballs at you. Well, the imp can also claw you in the face in Brutal Doom. Well, little Miss Pandy climbed up on a chair. I didn't know she was on a chair at the time until I came out of the room. I come walking downstairs, come out to the kitchen. She reaches across the frickin' thing leans off over the chair and goes down the side of my face with her claw not hard enough to hurt me you guys but enough to scare the living fuck out of me i screamed hit the floor and pandy just hops down and just hi looks me in the damn face i'm like you little bitch you know she just just kept licking me in the face i'm like pandy really you know and my brother is just smacking the table. He's dying with laughter. He thought it was funny because he saw what, I, what, what she did, but he also saw what was on the screen because I had the screen curtain off. And he is just rolling. He goes, Pandy, that was a good one, dog. That was a good one. I'm like, thanks, Ryan. I love you too, little bro. But yeah, she playfully clawed me in the face. Little brat. And then... My other Doom story was basically, I was outside and I was playing this song called Keep on the Sunny Side, and it's by a band called The Whites. They're, it's a bluegrass band. Now, mind you, bluegrass, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like country, but it's got, it doesn't have any drums in it. It's just guitar, banjo, bass, mandolin, fiddle, stuff like that. It's not anything hardcore. And this is, mind you, this song is a Christian song, too, to boot. So, I'm just a belting it out when all of a sudden E1M1, which is the first episode in the shareware, comes on via text message. Somebody texts me, and Doom comes on in the line where it says a certain thing. It just says something about a savior. Let's just put it that way. I'm not giving it away. But, basically... She says something about trusting in your Savior is what she says. And that goes off, and I jumped like I was freaking shot. And all I could do was laugh. I kept singing it, but I just lost it because it was like, oh, really? Okay, uh, okay, that's not right, but okay. But yeah, those are two of my biggest stories that I can remember about it. Besides the fact that good old Pandora, again, she loved the soundtrack. We were always dancing to the soundtrack. And my family would look at me like, what are you doing? And my brother's like, what the hell are you doing to my dog? What are you dancing to? Don't ask. <laughs> Don't ask. You know, she did. She would stand up on her hind legs. I'd hold on to her and she would just literally wiggle herself like she was dancing it was so freaking cute and I mean for a dog to get into metal 
was because metal's not quiet. I mean, it's loud, but she just dug it. She loved it. Anything you'd like to say before we close it? Well, the soundtrack is really good. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, pretty much... Pretty much one of, if not the best, opening songs ever, once you start the first level. Oh, yeah. Love it. First couple levels are actually really good. Oh, yeah. She loved that second level song. And she loved the final boss music in level in the first uh, episode as well. Yeah, E1M8, even the mini version is really good, but... yeah. The version that's in the the version of do of the doom metal soundtrack that I have, um, yeah, you want to make the boss for the first episode. It's a uh, it's in another couple levels too, but uh, yeah, it it's just it's a slower song, but it's I don't know, it's just super good. It is absolutely fantabulous. But there you go. There is our flashback Friday for this week. And happy birthday, Doom. You know, it's... Happy birthday. And since we didn't get Doom Eternal or the Doom 64 thing that they promised us, we'll make do with Doom. Because it's pretty good. Yes, it is. Very good. So we will be back next Friday with another flashback to... We're going to slow it down a little bit and do something completely different. So we will see you on next week's Flashback Friday.